Hi everybody, this is Norman with your daily podcast, Might As Well Jump, sharing stories and observations for the boldly aspiring. This is episode 13 of season one, Second Language Learners. The title of this episode, Applying Natural Law and Right Thinking to Keep You on Track, The Law of Vibration and Attraction. So what do we mean when we say the law of vibration and attraction? Over the past five, I'd say maybe even ten years, there has been, excuse me, a lot of talk about the law of vibration and attraction. There are movies made about it. There are books written about it. What exactly is that? Well, when we talk about vibration, we have to understand that everything vibrates. Nothing stands still. And the principle engine of vibration when it comes to us personally as people is our thinking. When we think certain thoughts, that sets us in a particular vibration. It activates those brain cells that will guide us towards a particular vibration. And our awareness of that vibration is called feeling. So everything starts with thought. Now, how does that affect us, and what are we talking about? Well, let's quote a very famous person, one of the quotes that most people talk about, a lot of people talk about all the time, Gandhi, where he said, be the change. Now, what exactly does that mean? When we say be the change, it means be the change in vibration. Now, when you set a goal and you decide that you're going to do something different that you've never attempted before, You are going to have to think about it, you're going to have to plan for it, and you're going to have to act. You see, the processes of thinking about your goal and strategizing and then acting on it, meaning being pragmatically proactive about it and doing something, those two things together are going to gradually move you into a different vibration into the vibration of the person who would have, do, or be whatever it is you've set your sights on. It's really that simple. That's, I said simple, not easy. That's why when we start going after a particular goal or something that we've never done before, we have fear. We have fear. We feel uncomfortable. Why do we feel uncomfortable? Because we are contemplating, we are placing ourselves in the path towards a different vibration that we are accustomed to. And that's uncomfortable. It's new. And so it takes a certain amount of time, a certain amount of effort in order for us to How could I say, in order for us to change our vibration, to make that vibration a habit, and to become the person who would do, be, or have whatever the goal, whatever the particular goal is. This is, in a very simple explanation, how things work, okay? This is how it works. Now, what does this have to do with language training? Well... In a previous episode, we talked about practicing, and there are really two kinds of practicing. 
One of them is to actually speak, to find people to communicate with, to go out there and take your lumps, which is going to happen basically to all of us if we are really pursuing a new language in order to communicate, to communicate effectively in ways that are meaningful for us. If we're doing it, we're going to make mistakes. That's normal. Now, that's one way that we can practice. The only drawback to this way of practicing, and I use that word practice, is it is dependent upon a context. It is dependent upon an external context, meaning you need to have people to talk to, you need to be in a particular context, perhaps, and that doesn't necessarily happen every day. This morning, I went to pick up my son from school for lunch. Right now, he's having his lunch as I as I share these ideas with you, and I spoke with a really interesting gentleman from China, and he had a really cool name. I'm going to say the name because no one's going to know. His name is LQ, you know, Love Quotient. That's what he said his name was. Really funny. Very nice guy. And he had lived in New York for eight years, which is where I'm from, and he spoke so well. He spoke English so well. And I asked, although he's native Chinese, and I asked myself, hey, how do you do it? And I said, well, you know, I said, you know, you speak so well. He says, well, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've i had to work in, in English all the time. I'm surrounded by people. And I, as a lawyer, I have to communicate in English all the time. And there's the, and there's the magic all the time. Consistency. This gentleman was very fortunate because he was in an environment where he was forced to communicate all the time, consistently. I'm sure it must have been very uncomfortable uncomfortable for him to do that at the very beginning, as it is for all of us. But when we spoke this afternoon, you could see that, wow, it, it paid off in spades for him. The dividends from his investment of time and energy and emotional commitment it was right there for for me to to really appreciate it was it was a, a a nice example i think a really good example of the importance of consistency of doing something regularly so if we cannot practice regularly and we understand that it is the regular practice that will inevitably change our vibration into the vibration of that who would have it meaning, in this case, a, a better mastery or mastery of or more effectiveness with the target language, then what are we going to do? Well, in a previous episode, we spoke about it. We spoke about the importance of thinking in the target language every day. You don't, you don't need to talk to anybody when you're thinking in the target language. You need to think in the target language. It could be when you're, when you're washing the dishes. It could be when you're cleaning your car. If I clean the car myself, it probably takes anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. If you're driving to work, and it's not just listening passively to a CD, I'm showing my age, or a radio program or a pot. It's not, that's, that's good, but it's not enough. There are two things that we have to keep in mind. There are two areas that 
are the scary ones. Out of the four skills, we have reading, we have listening, we have speaking, and we have writing. And the two scariest ones are speaking and writing. Why? Because we have to produce. We're creating a piece of communication. Creation. So in order to do that better, we have to practice. And if we don't have regular opportunities to practice, our progress will be slow. We will be slow in changing our vibration. So if we are spending X amount of time every day thinking in the target language, whatever the activities might be while we're doing different things, and we do it regularly, what's going to happen is it's going to start to feel natural after a period of time. When I started to do that in Spanish, when I was 15 years old, it, it felt very, very uncomfortable. I felt weird. I felt like, well, I'm talking to myself. I, I, for, it felt really, really uncomfortable for a couple of weeks until I reached a kind of a tipping point, for lack of a better term, where it became, I, I had this feeling that it just felt natural. I had changed my vibration. What previously felt unnatural now felt normal. And I continued to do it. And I continue to benefit from it. And my speaking improved by leaps and bounds. I can clearly remember being with a group of friends in a, in a very dynamic, you know, very back and forth type conversation among teenagers. And I would just jump right in, say what I had to say, make people, a couple of people laughs, come out of the conversation, come back in. My timing was was like as if I were a native speaker, and all of that came through this habit of thinking in Spanish, in this case, as much as I could. And as a little, how could I say, as a side note, remember, there are no perfect solutions. There are no perfect prophets or preachers or teachers. I'm, I'm standing here, I'm, I'm talking to you, I'm sharing some ideas, and some of them might work for you, some of them might not. And I'm not saying, how could I say, we all make mistakes. We all are imperfect in our application of solutions, and me included. Let me explain. In my home, let me be very clear about something. I love English. I love English. I love reading in English. I love listening to, you know, whatever podcast, YouTube in English. I love watching movies in English. I love my language. It's my language. In 54 years, I may have read a handful of books in French and Spanish, more in Spanish than in French. I like to read in English. When going back to my, my story when I was 15 years old, thinking in Spanish and improving significantly my ability to communicate, I must remind you, because I think I've mentioned it before, that at home, I spoke English. During my five years living in Ecuador, from 82 to 87, not, at no time did I ever speak with my mom or my brother or my sisters in Spanish. I spoke to them in English. I'm not kidding. 
and my Spanish improved by leaps and bounds. Why? Because I had made a commitment to spend whatever time I could every day thinking in Spanish. It got to the point where I was always thinking in Spanish. But I was talking to my family in English. And what I'm trying to say is that I think some of you out there and a lot of teachers and a lot of really good educators out there, well prepared, way ahead of me, might say, yeah, but you know, what, how can you do that if you're, not, if you're speaking English at home? How are you going to do Spanish? I don't know. I just know that the mental practice that took place took me where I needed to go. It changed my vibration with regards to Spanish in this case. So whatever it is you decide you're going to do, whatever it is you decide that you're going to, whatever your strategy is in order to consistently practice your target language, whatever that might be, make sure that you are doing it regularly every day. All day would be great. If not, but every day. And what's going to happen then is little by little, you'll become that person in vibration. It's going to start to feel natural. Remember, thought precedes vibration and our awareness of that vibration is called feeling. So by doing, we can, we can use the idea of thinking as an action, a real action, like running and jumping and doing push-ups and all that stuff, thinking. I'm targeting my thinking to think in X language, whatever that might be, be it English, Spanish, French, whatever. And if we look at it like that as, as a real workout, do it every day, do it consistently, and you're going to start to notice the difference. Why? Because by doing that, you're altering your vibration, you're practicing. There might be some much deeper neurological explanations that a that a uh, another a more a more a more advanced, uh, more polished professional could explain to you, and I'd be very happy to listen to it. But from my very simple viewpoint, it's because you practice it enough, you get into a different vibration. It becomes normal and natural. And once you get to that point, you're not even thinking about it anymore. And there's the victory. So go ahead, guys. Try it out. Try it out for a week. No, try it out for at least a month. And then get back to me and let me know what kind of progress you've made. Whether you actually do this every day consistently, that's between you and you. It's worked for me on two occasions. It's worked for the students that I have had the pleasure of working with. And it's something that I think can work for you as well. That's how we apply, in our particular case, the law of vibration and attraction. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Have a great day and talk soon. Bye-bye.